few years ago, I was like, I just got to tell Joe what I'm feeling. I need some more emoji. You yeah. know, like, by the way, when you send me a text and say, okay, sounds good. I feel like I just poured my heart out to you about the sale at Target <laughs> and you don't care. <laughs> right. You know, some drama happened in my day and you're like, that's great. So I was like, hey, can you just give me a little bit more emotion in your text so I know that you really feel And once I knew something. that was what you're looking for, mm-hmm. I made an adjustment. You did. And I would send you texts with like a hundred emojis in them. This is Behind Our Smiles. Pursuing connection. And finding joy. Even in the struggle. And welcome back to another episode of the Behind Our Smiles podcast. Yeah, we're so glad that you're hanging out with us. We appreciate it so very much. And before we get started, I did want to thank our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. They are a biblical solution to healthcare, connecting hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation who care for one another through prayer, encouragement, and financial support when a medical need arises. Uh, it's affordable, and you can join today. If you want to find out more, just go to SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. So today we're talking about differences, and especially our differences in the way that we communicate. So Tara, um, we have been married almost 25 years, mm-hmm. and we dated five years prior to that. So we have been together almost 30 years, and a lot has changed yeah. with you technology. Math, we were in the 90s. In the last 30 years. In the 90s. So... In the 90s, how we communicated. We're talking about like back in time. So primarily... (laughs) Smoke signals? Yeah, when we weren't in person, we talked on the phone, Mm. which was great. And I did have a phone in my room. That was a big technology thing in my own room. But we did have to pay for those phone calls by the minute. Yeah, your your dad was very gracious and this very is like good, a but bad he wanted to, for me. <laughs> he wanted to teach us about adulthood, right? And uh, and I really appreciate that, by the way. And so I would try to make calls to you, but my budget was a lot tighter mm-hmm. than yours because I was living on my own mm-hmm. and trying to make things work. And so a lot of times it fell on you to call me, but it made conversations really tight because or tough because we knew there was a a time limit every minute that ticked off. So because the phone calls were expensive. We also wrote letters because at that yeah. point, letters were, stamps were a lot cheaper. Right. <laughs> at least it felt like it. So we wrote a lot of letters right. for stamps. And then, um, of course, we get married and we don't need as many phone calls. And I think we stopped writing letters. Well, right around that time, they invented a thing called email mm-hmm. yes. and, and texting. Right after we got married, we started so emailing. So email was first. And what I did with our, this was our first introduction to texting. I would get a pager. Remember mm-hmm. these days? And I had this pager, just a personal pager. You paid like $5 a month for it. Mm -hmm. And you could text me numbers. Digits. Digits. And so we came up with all these codes that you would text me. But then we got into being able to really text. And in the beginning, we had to be careful because texts cost money. Mm -hmm. Now they cost money. It's just hidden in the bill. But we didn't start texting though. We've been married like 10 years. Was it 10 years 10 before years, we started texting? yeah. The first, yeah. So we were doing more email and then AIM, no, right? We didn't AOL do, and you know, Messenger. We did, yeah, we didn't do email because I had no reason to email you. Okay. Like we were living together. Yeah, but, that's right. We were married. But when you got AIM, it was good. We could yeah. kind of talk a little bit when you were at work. Yeah. But then texting was like, it took a while to get going with it. And so anyway, thinking about texting. So we were married and 10. And texting was very different on a flip phone yeah. than it is on smartphone. Yes, right. So over time is the past few years, I noticed something though about texting. Mm-mm. So even though we wrote letters and we have different styles of texting. We had different styles of letter writing. I don't know. Too. They were similar. No, yours would smell perfumey. Oh, okay. Have different a little kind of purple stationary. and different colors on them. Yep. Okay. I was a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I was a little more bit stuff. more straightforward, but our texting really began to reveal that there was a problem with oh, our relationship. A problem. Right? <laughs> well, I think you thought there was a problem. So you couldn't put your finger on it right away, mm-hmm. but you had a problem 
with the way you that I texted. Yes. Right. Well, I mean, texting well, is communicated text. in text. Right. Communicating in text. So you're all you're getting is letters. I don't get your handwriting. Like the right. nice thing about handwriting when you send me letters, I can see your handwriting and feel your personality. Right. And when you talk on the phone, you can hear, hear tones. your voice. Right. So with texting, you lose the tones, you lose the personality of the handwriting and you just get letters. <laughs> and I didn't realize how straightforward Joe was because I would send him a long text back when they started getting me free and I could just say my mind and say everything I want right, to say. Because in the beginning you actually paid per yes. character, I think. Or whatever, but you yeah. had to keep it. So that's like, my excuse, by the way. Okay, you had to I be, keep it short and sweet. So Texting becomes easy and free and abundant. You can do it mm. as much as you want. And right. of course, I took advantage of that. I'm like, this is great. I can talk to my husband all day long, <laughs> no matter what he's doing, and tell him every thought that pops into my head. At any time. So I would send you all my random thoughts with all the emotion attached to it. I'm like, would you believe this just happened and this is happening? And I would get back from you, okay, period. period. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that was, that felt. No, you did get like, I love you, period, too. I love you, period, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So just for the record, Joe's favorite punctuation mark is a period. <laughs> Not an explanation point. No, he's, he's like, yeah. period. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. no more boring, expl- you know, <laughs> more piece of punctuation. I mean, there's so much more punctuation to choose from, Joe. Now, my defense, I wasn't really sure that you were looking for <laughs> a lot of uh, more than a period. Like, I wanted to let you know that I'd read it. There was no, like, at, I don't, now you kind of have a like button, right? You can yes. kind of like it. There's type. also a love button. There's a love button now. The love button but, means more. But back then, there was no yeah. way for me to indicate that I right. had gotten your text. So I thought, well, I'll just let her know I got it. Right. So you'd even tell me facts in your text, <laughs> but you tell them as facts. Yes. You know, when I come home tonight, what time are we going to eat? Question <laughs> mark. You know, it's like very factually I'll focused. I'll be home at five. I'll be yeah. home at five. I'm right. leaving now. And I just got really Bored and I felt like you weren't sending me enough love. Right. I didn't feel the love transmitted mm. through the text. And this was a source of frustration for yes. you. Yes. And you tried in your own way to communicate by adding more to and my, more fluffiness to, to my your text. Emoji. And all yes. I saw was, goodness gracious, how long do I have to spend on her text? What I is got she stuff saying? to do. What is she saying? And I, 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 man, if I'm being completely honest and transparent, I will say that there were probably a handful of texts that I didn't read perfectly all the mm-hmm. way through. But yes, I I saw that everybody was alive. Everything mm-hmm. was okay. Your day was moving. So I felt like it was just good for me to let you Saying, know. Okay. But I right. read it as a lack of emotion, right? Care. A lack of care. And I, I know that wasn't the case, Joe. Again, this is my brain playing games with me. Um, and you just got right to the point versus going on and on and on. So a few years ago, I was like, I just got to tell Joe what I'm feeling and mm-hmm. say, I need some more emoji. You know, like, by the way, when you send me a text and say, okay, sounds good. I feel like I just poured my heart out to you about the sale at Target and (laughs) you don't care. (laughs) You know, some drama happened in my day and you're like, that's great or good job. So I was like, hey, can you just give me a little bit more emotion in your text so I know that you really feel. And once I knew that was what you're looking for, Mm -hmm. I made an adjustment. You did. And I would send you texts with like a hundred emojis in them. Yes, you actually, mm-hmm. and it, even it would, didn't even have to be the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. It would, really was just like an exclamation point went a long way. Mm-hmm. If you capitalized, I always thought word. exclamation point meant you were yelling. No, it means you mean it. I'll be home. It means you mean it. <laughs> you mean it a lot, and the more you mean it, the more exclamation points you put. Right. So now I do multiple. This is exclamation a care, this is a lesson for you, Joe. If you really mean it, add some exclamation points. Yeah. I just the way I think, right? So you became really good at that. And that was a small step in my direction, I felt, for navigating the gap of our different personalities, right? So you're straight to the point. Hmm. Just get it done. Say it in order. And I'm over here floating around with flowers in circles. 
Right. And so and like, what are you saying exactly? So me adding a little flowers to my straightforwardness was a big help for you. How did that make mm-hmm. you feel when you started to see text from me with emoji hearts and smiley faces? And it stuff? literally boosted my whole day. It mm. gave me a good mood. I was like, here's a man who cares about me. <laughs> So I I learned that because it it did impact, like you would respond, if I respond with emojis, you respond with emojis. And it's really kind of fun to to watch that light you up. And again, that was something that we had to communicate in our marriage. It was an expectation that you had, but I didn't know that you had that. Or you didn't really know it meant something to me as well. You didn't know, it wasn't like you were purposely withholding I didn't want to waste your time with a bunch of emojis. Well, that's the thing too, is that like you also have very good grammar, not grammar, but very good spelling you say it very Thanks clearly for, uh, clarifying my grammar no like you just will say i will be coming home soon mm. and i sometimes write it out and it comes out as kabig habe say not you know <laughs> right. and you're like and i'm reading like every fifth word i will be home soon yeah so we have different styles he learns i'm like joe's like what did you just say there i'm like you should know what i said you know me by now you know what that word means just figure it out you know so that's one thing we're talking about today. It's just this idea of differences and how do we move toward each other mm. and differences. So we made an adjustment, Joe, and I think you did a really nice job at just coming like a step toward me and saying, I understand this is important to you. So mm. what, in your mind, do we have a difference that you would like me to come towards you just a step? Right, and, and to be fair, we've had this discussion over and over and over throughout our, <laughs> our married life. So All the differences. Yeah, so there, there, I mean, what is it, men are from, the, what is the whole yeah. thing, right? There's just differences that, and I can't read your mind and you can't read my mind, and so we have to be able to articulate these things. Um, Tara, I think for you, one of the, the bigger things that I couldn't put my finger on as well mm-hmm. early on that I had to, to kind of work around and try to figure out how to articulate or exactly what was going on was how you um, have a plan in your head and you just go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that you're not a planner, you're still a planner, but you have all these steps that you're working through mm-hmm. and you're going and you're explaining to me. I plan while I go. Well, yes. Yeah. And you're explaining to me kind of what we're going to do, mm-hmm. kind of what your plan is. And, and I'm stuck going, okay, well, that first thing you said, how are we going to make that happen? You're already... 13 steps down the road going, this is how it's going to be. This is what it's going to look like. So I think for you, I needed you to slow down mm, a little bit. No, I would never be in a hurry. And allow me to process uh, what exactly was happening because I'm I'm more straightforward. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, a slower processor. And I like to know that each step is actually going to work. So the next step See, works. Joe and the is next step so works. thorough. And I just don't <laughs> have the patience for all the stopping and thinking i'm huh. like let's just move let's go let's and even like when we're planning our podcast out we had that same like push <laughs> and pull i'm like let a lot a lot a lot a lot you're like wait slow down what was what was the first thing you just said <laughs> so right because in your planning we don't even have microphones so how right. do we do this i'm and, just saying yeah. hey it's a good yeah. idea and so i know for me that's one area i am trying to work towards you and saying you yes. do appreciate if i slow down if i can explain my steps in order so you can try to well, keep up. Right. And I think for me, because of the things that I've gone through, I'm very much want to be in the moment, mm-hmm. right? I, I know that the next moment's not guaranteed. So I want to enjoy this moment. And you are the same way. You like enjoying the moment, but you are so, you're, you're a forward thinker. Mm-hmm. So you're always thinking like down the road. So what I, where I would get frustrated is I would be like, Hey, 
this thing we're doing right now, we mm-hmm. have planned for a long time. Let's enjoy this. But you're already telling me about the party you want to I have know, next week. And we'll see. And I thought for a while there, I took it as a moral failing again that I wasn't like <laughs> enjoying my life. And it's like, no, actually, I can enjoy things before they happen. Mm. And I don't know what it is, but I literally can say, imagine this wonderful thing happening and I can get as much joy from it as planning it and thinking about it as it is when it actually shows up. Does well, that make and, sense? Yeah, and I think it was a huge step for me to get that because when I began to figure that out, because our daughter is the same way <laughs> and our kids are the same way, and I really do believe they will put something on the calendar and they have more fun looking yes. forward to that in anticipation mm-hmm. than actually the event itself. And so once I began to learn that you aren't not enjoying the moment, because that probably came out of my mouth a lot, like, mm-hmm. just let's just enjoy the moment. I began to realize that your love language and what really fills you up is more looking forward to things and planning things and, and anticipating what that's going to be. Right, like. And I wanted you sometimes to come towards me with that mm. too. Like, Hey, can we get excited about what's going to happen next week? And you're like, well, we'll enjoy that next week when we're there next week. <laughs> and part of that equation, honestly, was the way that our past plays into things because there were so many things as a kid uh, early that I looked forward to that mm-hmm, never happened. Right. And so I didn't want to set myself up for failure. And really, mm-hmm. I think if I was being really honest, I would say that's what I was concerned about for you and the kids is yes. you're setting yourself up for failure. Stop. So I totally think that part of it was personality and part of it was going, you never had the privilege of truly looking forward to something and seeing it come to fruition. Right. right. For me, I'm like, okay, 10th birthday party, let's plan it. It happens. It's fun. 11th birthday party, we plan it. It's fun. My whole life, right? The things right. I plan came to fruition. So when you shared that with me, Joe, that was a big eye opener to say, oh, if you've never had that experience of planning something, looking forward to it and it working out just the way you planned, then that planning process is not as much fun. Right. What I saw, it was frustrating. and it wasn't setting yourself up for failure, it was setting yourself up for disappointment. disappointment. Yeah. But what I saw was me sitting on the front porch, mm-hmm. waiting for my mom to show up, right? right? In those moments, looking forward, to that. Right, looking forward to that because I was told that was going to happen and then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And that happened over and over. And so I could list a lot of different circumstances in which that was a reality for me. So watching you get excited about something we have no control <laughs> over, right? We can't right. control the future. A think, lot of things and you can didn't happen. Think this, you didn't think this consciously, Joe. No. It was mm-hmm. like, literally just wired into your brain to say Mm. don't you know what I mean so I had to learn not to take it personally but I had to we had to really communicate well because I had to learn that I was actually squelching Mm -hmm. your fun I was actually stealing joy from you by not letting you get excited about the future and we're going to talk more about that as soon as we hear from our amazing sponsor Samaritan Ministries when it comes to your health care What are some words you would use to describe your experience with them? Comfort? Peace? Confidence? Well, at Samaritan Ministries, those are just some of the words our members use frequently when a healthcare need arises, like these friends. In 2016, we found out that our youngest son, Asher, had cancer. I will just never forget crying in the lobby of the hospital on the phone with the Samaritan Ministries person on the other end who ended the call saying, let's just pray about this. When it does hit you and you really wonder what's going to happen, it worked. Interested in becoming part of a growing, caring community of Christians who not only faithfully share each other's medical needs each month, but also support each other with prayer and encouragement? It's affordable, and you can join today. 
If you'd like more information, visit us at SamaritanMinistries.org smiles. That's SamaritanMinistries.org smiles. So today we're talking about this idea of moving toward each other, mm-hmm. even in our differences. And I think one of the things that was really hard for me to get my head wrapped around, and we could say this a thousand times, right? We I, I probably heard it a thousand times that it's okay to be different, but we had to actually execute that in our marriage to say, yes, we can move toward each other in our differences, but yet it's okay to be different. Right. I shouldn't have to move so towards you that I become you. Right. Right. Or, or saying that what you are is not good enough for me. And I think that takes that long haul mm. of marriage. So at the beginning of your marriage, usually the differences are very exciting and right. you love that. So, you know, you love all the things that make them different and interesting than you. And then as time goes on, they become more frustrating. They actually are an obstacle to intimacy. They makes it harder to communicate because you're going, I don't even know how to talk to him anymore mm. because he's so different. Again, I'm mm. trying to send you a text I'm trying to tell you I love you and you can't even give me any emoji back mm-hmm. and I go, what's the point of, you know, that's how it feels inside. You think the differences of the way you communicate and the way you think about the world will trip you up. So you think, okay, if they can just become more like me, right. we can make this work. And the truth is, yeah, I don't, I don't really want you to be like me because <laughs> I married you, not me. Um, but no, that's exactly right. And I think we can hurt each other if we're not careful in the process of saying you're not good enough in some way, mm-hmm. or you're, this is not an, I need you to be this way. And so you, what I have learned Tara is that your differences have been, um, very beneficial to mm-hmm. me. Uh, you being a little bit more quick thinking mm-hmm. has helped me a lot. Or you being able to plan for the future in excitement of anticipation mm-hmm. to look forward to things. I've now learned to do that. And I appreciate that so much more. So, the big thing is we had to learn, because I think I was really guilty of this, looking down on you. Mm-hmm, for my differences. For your differences. And not even intentionally. Right. Just going, I, I, I think what was going through my mind without me consciously even realizing it was, man, that is so, how dumb mm-hmm. to look forward to something that isn't going to happen and be so disappointed. Why would you set yourself up mm-hmm. to be disappointed when you look forward to things and to realize that, wait a minute, we're missing out on life. And then to me, easily put, to put a moral judgment on your differences, you know, what kind of man wouldn't know how to, you know, at least send his wife some emojis, right? Or if you weren't <laughs> as expressive in your love in exactly the way I wanted to be expressed, that it was a moral judgment. Instead of saying, you know what, though, and, and with you, Joe, I know I've learned this finally, you know, 20, 25 years to go, oh, those things that annoyed me now are, are exactly what I need. Like your calmness <laughs> and mm-hmm. your lack of exp- your lack of overly done emotion is exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. And your ability to stop and go slow is exactly what I need. <laughs> and your ability to get the steps that I missed because I was in a hurry to get the plan done mm-hmm. <laughs> are exactly what I need. And we're learning that kind of with the podcast, like our strengths are supplementing mm-hmm. each other. And so now I learn to appreciate those differences about you rather than going what's wrong. And when you send back the occasional text this morning, you know, you text it back. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, but that's okay. I still love you. I know you mean it. I know you love me. <laughs> I would just, yeah. And sometimes <laughs> you'll just text emoji back to me to, on, to remind me that I, <laughs> I need some emoji in mm-hmm. our, uh, in our text conversation. But I think what you, I want to just touch a little bit on what you just said there, because I really do feel it's so important if if my focus is 
on your differences, mm-hmm. right? If my focus is on what's annoying me mm-hmm. because you're not like me mm-hmm. or you think differently in some way and I, I can't get my head wrapped around how that could be a good line of thinking or whatever it is, I do miss out. Mm-hmm. And because in and of myself, I'm uh, there are so many areas where I have blind spots and weaknesses and things like that where you help me to to make sure that those things aren't detrimental to me. Mm-hmm. And so what I've learned through the years is instead of um, looking at your looking down on your differences, which I never mm-hmm. did intentionally, but I think it just happens in the course of human relationship. What I've learned is to look to be grateful for your differences mm-hmm. and to say, okay, how how does this? And and it takes intentionality, right? But how does this? How can this add to our relationship? Because all of a sudden now it's like a puzzle piece where I'm weak, you're you're mm-hmm. stronger. And so we can put that together. Now we're stronger overall. And that's why I think my journey was like learning to that journey of acceptance too. Mm. Like you might come towards me a couple steps and give me some more emoji, but I have to say, but who is my husband? Who did I marry? Like Mm. he, you are not going to be Mr. Emoji of the year. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't want that for you. So I think it's that balance of saying we can move toward each other and we could say you receive love this way, but also that journey of going, this is the man I married and this is who he is. And let's just look at all the things that I love that I do need from him and not go. But if only he was more like me in this area, feeling was not different. Right. And to, to reiterate that thought as well, I think that I discovered probably five, six years into our marriage that I was, I was actually pulling from you the very things that I was most attracted <laughs> to you about right. because I was, I was trying to change you in that way. And so God kind of showed me those things and I'm really, really grateful. Um, but I do, the, the other wild thing about that is that I do show you emoji in real life. You do. Yes. And so it's just my texting that, although you, I think you've even grown there. Cause mm. even so I might still make a suggestion. Yeah. Like I like to give you a hike, a high five. Like I need to have that emotion <laughs> with you, like connect and make sure I hear you, but we have more but Years I'm very now. flowery in my yes. compliments for you yes, and different things you are. like that. That's not and, misinterpret Joe as yeah. being like boring. I'm being <laughs> super hyperbole, hyperbole there. But compared to me, right, just it's, it's always using myself as a standard mm-hmm. saying if I compare you to me, then this. But yes, you are. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm never going to wear flowers in my head words. and hair. And, You're yeah. not overly dramatic for the sake mm-hmm. of dramatic. Right. Right. You say what you mean and you mean what you say. So you don't add flowery words if you don't actually mean them. But what's funny is in raising kids, <laughs> I had to learn yeah. that sometimes adding flowery add, words actually- Add a little extra jazz to it yeah, helps. Is, is very helpful. Right. Because like versus the guy, right? The typical dad who says, good job. Right. You know, sometimes the kids need like, that was a great job. Well, and what's really interesting about that is, is I think, I don't, I hope I'm not alone in this, but as a dad, one of the things I recognized is that I tended to have more emoji on the negative end of things. Mm. Oh, you're kids, speaking it now. If the kids weren't <laughs> up to par, right? Then if all they the didn't sweep the floor right or <laughs> didn't clean this right or do that right or do whatever, then I was more drum- emoji driven. Which emoji was it, Joe? To be like, what in the world is going on? You know, <laughs> that emoji. I just, you can get a little bit more animated, right? And so oh. what I began to realize is, wait a minute, I can't be unbalanced yes. in my animation. Yes. 
with the kids. So I Joe only shows emotion when he's upset. Right. Right. That's not a good No. And that wasn't necessarily habit. the case, but I noticed right. it in my I recognized it in myself that wait a minute, I just I just gave them a whole lot more drama <laughs> in this moment of negativity than I than I did yes. when they did something really good. So I started to and, and don't get me wrong, we celebrate our kids, but I started to really look at that and go, hey, there has to be balance here. Um, if I'm gonna hold back and for whatever reason, mm-hmm. not being overly dramatic or whatever, when my kids are doing something great, then I got to make sure that I'm I'm equally as restrained when they're doing something. Not well, so and that's why I think the communication is helpful. That if you are giving me a response and I'm going, maybe he didn't think that's great. I'll just simply ask you, mm-hmm. hey, do you think that's pretty cool? It's like, yes, I think it's cool. Right. Because like I'm not sure. So it's not like I'm making you be emoji filled yeah. but I'll just simply ask you it could be worse you you've I've heard stories of like guys who get married they tell their wife at the wedding yeah. day they love them and right. then they don't say it ever again because yes. hey I love you if anything changes I'll yes. let you know no. but no I tell you I love you oh, every you day are fantastic I tell you, that. yeah no so, complaints there just I need some exclamation points yeah. in that period and sometimes I I'm not in an uh, an exclamation point <laughs> mode mode or or mood but you're and, consistent though yeah. you say it every day your consistency yeah. is there but I don't want to be boring either yeah. So, so just yeah. emojis good. So we would love it if you'd give us some emoji or I would. <laughs> yes. Tara would. Lo- I, I like matter of fact, if you want to leave a review that just says doing good, I'm good with that. Period. And it needs a period. Yeah. But Tara would love but the rating, some The rating points. system does yeah. use stars for that reason. Yeah. The stars are beautiful. And stars Tara just needs make you stars, feel like the right? top of the world with yeah. stars. You don't mm-hmm. have an option to give you five periods. So <laughs> five stars is great. And if you're on our Facebook page, you can follow it with the like button. You yes. can heart our posts or emoji our posts. It's like a shot of dopamine for me. Like, wow. <laughs> You know, the more emojis, the better. And uh, when she gets an emoji from you, <laughs> I get to celebrate too. So I really appreciate that. But again, that. if you don't have an emoji, just say thank you, period. Yeah. I will take the love. Yes. I will know that love is being I will translate for you. Yes, How about translate that? Those, those comments <laughs> for me. I will translate them into emoji. Um, thank you so much. Uh, thanks to our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. We... Uh, are so grateful for their support of this podcast. If you don't know a lot about them, Samaritan Ministries is not insurance. It's a community of Christians paying one another's medical bills. When a medical need arises, you choose the healthcare provider and treatment that works best for you and your family. Medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries and they notify members to pray for you and then send money for your shareable bills. And if you want to find out more, you can. There are no network restrictions. It's affordable. You can even join today. Just check out SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles.